Okay, so you said if Jesus came back, he wouldn't recognize uh, this thing <laughs> that we do in his name. In, in his name, he, he would not recognize quite a bit of it. <laughs> well, let me let me um, let me ask you something. Uh, we're going to go to this this next question. That's really something I really want to hear um, your wisdom on. Um, I hear you quote the late Apostle Price a lot. What impact did he um, and his wife have on your life, and what are some of the things that you learned from him even after his death? And I say that because I found myself, and I want to hear from you, sometimes uh, our eyes are open even more after a person dies who's always been there. Exactly. That can, that can be so true. Uh, actually, I would credit uh, uh, Apostle Price with really introducing me to, to what I call real Christianity. Mm. Uh, this, is, this is what I mean. It's the, 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 uh, the, the Bible, Bible Christianity, not denominational Christianity, but okay. Bible. Uh, his emphasis on teaching uh, the Word and basing essentially everything that he did on the Bible, what the Bible said about this, this was really uh, important in, in, in shaping my my young life. And, and of course, I've been, I was around uh, uh, him uh, really since I was about 12. And, and, and maybe you don't know this, Dr. Betty is my sister. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, wow. Dr. Betty is my sister. So I've been around them. Our uh, life, and it's from him and from them that I get this great emphasis on example. He, uh, once he gave his life to Christ, he determined that he was going to live a life of integrity, that he was going to be disciplined, that he was going to take care of his family, uh, and he was going to learn the word and, and teach the word. Now, that didn't happen overnight. Right. <laughs> that happened over a period of, and, he'll, and he's talked about this, first 17 years of his ministry, he suffered. And I saw this. He had tremendous lack and tremendous uh, uh, challenges in his life, illnesses and so forth. But the, once he really got an understanding of faith and how faith works, uh, uh, he began to stand on the word and apply the, 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 the word to his circumstances, to all of his circumstances. And I can give you a, a, a really simple example. I can remember flying in from New York. I was in law school at the time. I was flying into New York. I mean, flying in from New York, uh, and, and I would stay with them. And I had a, tr a horrendous headache. And it was really, uh, 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 what is it, uh, Migraine? Not migraine. No, I never had migraine. It was from not having enough water. Hydration. Okay, De dehydrated. Dehydration. You know, I drank coffee. Yeah. Didn't drink water on the flight and whatnot. Right. It was sick, right? And I can remember uh, this is after they really had come into a good understanding of, of the word and of faith. And I came and I said, you know, I have the worst headache in the world. And I remember uh, my sister, uh, Dr. Betty, saying, you know, you don't have to put up with that headache. 
and she put her hands on my head and, and, and on my on my laid hands on my head and prayed uh, uh, and that uh, a headache went away uh, uh, and wow. and and that's what I learned from them is that when you are suffering a challenge you can lay hands on yourself the word says wow. lay hands you know it says about calling the elders of church and, and they will lay hands on you and anoint sure. you with oil mm-hmm. Prayer, prayer of faith with heal. But actually, we we have hand, and we are believers. So you've got the two qualifications right there. You lay hands on yourself. And, and that's what I did with my uh, the attack on my kidneys these past two weeks. Okay. Uh, I, I, now, I don't mean I'll do that in lieu of, 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 of a doctor uh, intervention and so forth. You can't right, be right. And, and so on. But the point is, is that is that they they practice. Uh, uh, what they were teaching, and I, I love uh, what Pastor Fred Jr. says about his father. He, you know, we always talk about a person should practice what they they teach or right. preach. Uh-huh. Pastor Fred Jr.'s take on this, which is such a good description of his father, he says, "My father teaches what he practices." Ah, okay. That's and, and that is so true. So I, I, I got such a good example from that. I got. I developed such a love for uh, the, the study of the Word of the Bible and just a love for how to apply uh, the Word to my life that it, it really it, it shaped my life from 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 really the end of high school through the rest of my life. So, okay. Uh, okay. But the, wow. The, thing, the things that came out of his 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 example and both of their examples, he has integrity. That is beyond assailable. I mean, you talk about absolute integrity, absolute truth, absolute honesty, incredible discipline. I don't know if I've ever met anyone as disciplined as Apostle Price was. Give us an example when you say that. Oh, well, I'll give you a, a, a funny one. That, that, uh, Doc, he always said that he, no, no, the sun would never set on any day that he didn't put something sweet in his life. He loved sweets okay and he came to love uh hagen ice cream right but what he how he disciplined himself is that he could eat two spoonfuls of of, of, of hagen and, and call it quits okay okay I, I, or the whole pint so in other words that's that's discipline you're right uh, i got you and 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 a simple example but he, he was disciplined in terms of time Never late in all of his 50 years of ministry. Never started late. If he had uh, a certain time frame on the cheek to preach, he would end on that time. You would hear him when you hear that, well, my time is up. Yep. He wouldn't, wouldn't go over. Discipline. But time was something that he emphasized so much. And I think he overemphasized that because time... And being on time was an issue uh, uh, in the in in the black community. <laughs> I do so, remember that from some of the broadcasts. He, he he talked about time and this stereotype. We always late all the time and all of that stuff. No, so he over, in my opinion, overstressed that to to try to bring the people to a point where where that's the kind of discipline I'm talking about. Okay, and, I got you. I got you. And, and so on. And of course, self-discipline in his own, in his own life in terms of, 
of uh, keeping control of his his, his own uh, own life. What but, about uh, um, when you say self discipline? Um, what about uh, was he? Uh, what do you call that? Uh, like, did he? Him and Betty exercise so many times a week or something like that because oh, he yeah. stayed fit for, you know, when you always saw him. You know, he wasn't um, a fat, out of shape preacher. You know, half sweating, looked like two inches from a heart attack. No, no, he was disciplined that way too, and, and I'm glad you raised that point uh, uh, because they did have a disciplined day. Their day would begin first thing in the morning. A certain amount of time spent in praying in spirit, and then a certain amount of time praying in the natural. Mm-hmm. Or that's how he began every day, and that's in the, and, and and of course, Doctor Betty still does that. Okay. I learned that. You, know, you 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 start off in prayer, uh, praying a certain amount of time in the spirit, and a certain and then praying uh, in the spirit and praying in the natural. I mean, praying in the natural. As you pray for people about specific things sure. that you, you, and so on, well, that's part of the discipline. Uh, uh, the the other uh, uh, discipline was that his giving, uh, uh, and and of course, it put in in in, in terms of tithing. Once he started giving, they never stopped, and 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 they started by giving the ten percent. Sure. Uh, they reached a point where it reached forty percent. That was forty percent of their income uh, of, of giving. That's discipline. And and he he talks about the fact that when they started out, they didn't have enough money to make ends meet. But I they made determined effort to give that ten percent. He says, "Look, I'm not doing. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not doing that well on a hundred percent. So I I'll give up this ten percent." And so he literally, and I saw this uh, firsthand. When I say he, I'm referring to both of them. They literally gave their way out of debt, uh, uh, and in, in, in terms of of the word, they stood on the word. You know, give and it shall sure. be given. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, and, and it and it happened. They became prolific givers, giving into to other ministries, into our own ministry, giving into the lives of people, supporting missionaries, supporting orphanages. Uh, you know, supporting. They were one of the first supporters of of the orphanage in, in Haiti. They uh, other in in Africa and so many things and and, and and they gave and as a result of of this discipline giving it is that it opened up a channel of money coming back to them from mm. horses and I saw this and in, 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 you know in, in person and 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 so I let it work so I would tell people and including other members of the family, Look, you can see the changes in their lives. They went from poor to having more than enough. Right. There was a share uh, with other people by 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 uh, their 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 giving. So I learned that. So I I I I'll say it in my own way. I've been a giver my entire life because I really learned that from them. Okay. I learned the word and I learned it from them. Right. So you saw the example in front of you now. Let me ask you this, and this is for yourself, and you talked about what you learned from them. What about, how do you answer if someone says, well, okay, your, your brother-in-law was the late apostle Fred Price, 
um, you yourself, your pastor in the church, and you know you're in that big, big apple, New York. What other things do you do besides church? Um, being a pastor that they would consider that that's considered fun for you. I mean, do you bike? Do you ski? Um, do you know how to do the James Brown or the George Jefferson? Um, if, <laughs> <laughs> or do y'all know anything about that? Or do y'all pray all day? <laughs> no, 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 no. And, 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 and neither did they. Uh, what, okay. What, got a great little phrase. What did he say? Uh, I forget what it was. It was something to the effect that uh, 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 praying and, 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 and no playing makes uh, George a dull boy. Yeah, all, that, all work and no play. All work and no play makes. Uh, but he had a, he had one that, that had a, like a, a little religious. Okay. Uh, okay. No, no, no. Remember now, I'm in my 80s, so all the things you're talking about, I did all of the things progressively coming, coming, coming through life. I mean, I, I ran track in school. Okay. I, I, uh, I was on the debate squad. Loved the debate. I, uh, I uh, uh, loved to travel. I travel all over the world. Wow. Uh, and uh, of course, been to Israel any number of times. And and uh, think that every Christian needs to make that trip to Israel. Okay. Uh, travel. I uh, and I'm a mentor when I can be. Sure. To different youngsters uh, in school, I have uh, I have uh, and I get this from them when I have been able to help with uh, you know with tuition and books and things sure, like that. Sure, sure. Uh, You're mentoring uh, us now, and I thank you for that. Yeah, so that those are the kind of things you, you you do in terms of in terms of fun today. I enjoy a good restaurant. I enjoy a good play. Okay, and then going to see it to sit in a closed theater <laughs> since the pandemic. But uh, but <laughs> uh, but I've enjoyed. In other words, I've enjoyed the the things that New York offers. New York, oh, great man. theater, great restaurants. Oh, everything. Great. Anything that you can mention, oh, and what you doing down through the years, and if you talk to any members of the family, I've enjoyed sharing New York with friends who came here and with members of the family. And I'm on uh, my way there too, just to let you know. I'm on my way to see you. <laughs> okay, well, it, it'll be fun. I just and what need I you did, to stay healthy. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm, I'm going I'm to certainly work at that. But, but yeah, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. Keep talking. No, no, no. What I was going to say, one of the great joys down through the years, I'm talking about decades, is uh, my nieces and nephew and others in the family who reached, uh, who graduated from high school, they knew that they had a stand invitation. They could come and stay with me for a week or two, no more than two weeks maximum, and I would show them New York. So uh, most of them got an exposure to New York and all that it had to, to offer uh, at, at a young age. And and so that was one of the the the, the, the you know the, the points that I enjoy uh, being able to do so forth. So anyway, that's uh, that, and there are a lot of other things which I can't think of off the top of my head. Sure. But... No, that's that that was that was fantastic. Um, wow, thank you so much for sharing that. Now, 
Okay, I got we I gotta hit you with this question here. Um, what would the eighty-two something year old Baltimore say to that fifty-year-old um, regarding like disappointment of a broken marriage, or to a man who believes that you know his life may be over because hey, I'm in my later years, all my kids are gone and. He may think the best thing for him to do right now is just uh, come to Crenshaw Christian Center, sit in the back, you know, drop a little money in the plate and do it all over again in seven days. <laughs> well, uh, uh, generally, I would say to anyone, and certainly the 80-year-old to the 52-year-old would say that that you have to realize that you're not done yet. There's more in you. There's more that you can do. There's more to life. Life is for living. And and, 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 and and living is not sitting around feeling sorry for yourself, a feeling that life has let you has passed you by. I mean, there's always more uh, in us. And as long as we're breathing, <laughs> we have the ability uh, to, to, to meet the challenges. See, see, life is life is for growth. And this is what I've learned. Life is for, for, uh, for I say two things. Life is life is for giving, meaning it's for us to give. It also can be forgiving, but it's it's for we're here. And I talked to my sister about this. I said I, to me, the the, the point of being here uh, at this age is 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 to give. And so I would say to to give, meaning to do what you can to help others and okay. so forth. And, sure. And 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 oh, to a person who is in their forties or fifties who feel that uh, that. Uh, that maybe uh, they missed the mark and, and then life may have passed them by. There's always work to be done. There's always the need is so great. And 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 and, 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 and Trey, I tell you today, when I look at the news, to see that things that that that, that we try to work to improve and to, to combat when I was in my twenties. They seem to have come back with a vengeance, mm. <laughs> uh, and then they, you just have to watch the news. Now, I realize the news only represents a fraction of of of, 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 of what's going. But what I'm talking about, I'm talking about the the, the breakdown in discipline, the uh, the lawlessness, the the lack of respect for elders. Sure, I mean, idea that 16 year olds would would come up to an elderly person in the street. And sucker punch them and and and, and, and knock them to uh, the, the concrete. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, side. Right. I mean, that, I mean that that is that. I mean that hurts my heart when I see that. And 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 so there's a lot of work to be done. So I would say to as an older person looking at, I said I would say, you know what? If you're on a track of serving God. And serving the Lord, uh-huh. that's a good track to be on. That is a good track to be on, and that, and that, just as uh, uh, He's our help in every need, He's our help. And I, and I, and, he, and, 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 and let me digress. What I mean by that, and I teach this to the young people. I said, you know, He will help you uh, in college. Uh, yes. He will help you. I said, I mean, I said, you have to realize that you do know. And you can know, and you can learn, 
and you can pass, and you can pass uh, your chemistry class, you can pass your history class, and and don't ever say that you can't. Don't ever, don't ever use those words of failure. I can't see my way to getting through this. I said, I, I, I don't do it. Wow, that's old school talking. That's the old school, but but the youngsters need it is is my, because so many of them point to obstacles that they have. Well, I can't to go to college. I can't. Uh, I can't. Uh, they'll tell talk about their job. I mean, they'll never appoint me supervisor. Yeah. Uh, no, we have to get out of that. The, 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 the genuine Christianity is about limitlessness and 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 and, and, and wow. acting as if we have no limits and and, and, and so on. And I use uh, uh, you know from from. Uh, William James, the founder of, uh, of American psychology, he had a little phrase, and it, it, it says, "Act as if." And I'd say, and that's that's the ultimate function of faith. Act as if what you need to do, you can do it. Oh act my gosh, if, that's good. Act as if it's impossible to fail. Act as if uh, uh, you already have. You know uh, what, what you need, and so forth. That's faith, actually. Faith is really acting on what you believe, and faith is actually seeing it before it comes into visibility. Oh and so, my gosh, that's that's uh, man. I, I have to stop you because that is so powerful. And like you said, that's already in the scripture. Act as if you already have it, and because we have it. Yes. See, the, the, tell us we already have it. So act as if. Act as if the scriptures tell us in so many, so many ways that we we've been given everything, and you know the scriptures. He, he, he's given us all things pertaining to life and godliness. Yes. There's nothing of all, and so on. Uh, we've we've been given it. We just have to stay in an awareness of the fact that we have it, and then give expression to it. So we act as if, act as if, and and William James said, act as if what you do. You know, as if you think what you do makes a difference, it does. Right. Acts as if it makes a difference. Acts as if it makes a difference, and that and that, that is so important. And uh, woo, uh, that is that is deep. That is wow. Act as if what I do make a difference. Yeah. What you're doing, your podcast, your streaming, uh-huh. writing. All of those things make a difference. The whole barbershop experiencing that makes a difference. It makes a difference, and 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 so you act as if it makes a difference, and it does. Wow. wow. And, and he has he has another one, by the way, <laughs> which which I'm using at this age. Act as if you're going to live forever. Yes. <laughs> oh, oh. Let me tell you, I'm I'm glad you said that. Um, one of my mentors, he died in a. 2018 uh he died at age i think he was like 93 94 years old and one of the things he had uh he used to do a lot of writing um mentoring other young people and one resource that he suggested um that i read and I have it on my bookshelf now. It's called The Longevity Factor. I don't know if you've ever heard of that book. 
I can't say that I have. Uh-huh. Okay, well, the longevity factor, what they did was they did research and they interviewed people who were 100 years old and over. Okay, now I'm familiar with studies, and maybe I've read it and don't remember it. Yeah, I remember reading several studies along those lines, but go ahead. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah, so these people, they asked them about life, growing, um, getting older, different things. And a lot of the things that we've spoken about and that you mentioned, I, I just find it fascinating. They said the same thing. One is that you should always be challenging yourself to grow, learn something new, learn a new technology. Exactly. Exactly. Um, keep moving. That was another thing. Keep that body moving. You got it. Those are all the things I, that, that that I have in my arsenal, and it, 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 it came from the, uh, these studies, absolutely. Okay, and now here's absolutely. another one that I heard, um, and I heard uh, another uh, lady that I know, she's in her 90s today, but it is you have to protect your environment and your mind because you can be, for example, in your 80s, but you could be around other 80-year-olds who think old and will probably put you in the grave if you let them. No, it's true. It, 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 it is true. <laughs> and this was one of the reasons why this lady left the uh, the assisted living home that they had moved her into. She said those people were too old. I had to get <laughs> out of there. <laughs> She's got a good point. I, 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 are you familiar with Charles Tremendous Jones? And I've his, heard his that break- name. Okay, he has a great statement. He says, uh, uh, where you will be five years from now depends on two things, the books you read and the people you associate with. Yes, I've heard that. Yes. Yeah. And, and that, is, that is so true. That, 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 that is so true. Keep, keep in the middle of things, in the midst of things, and you do that by, by reading. I mean, there's so much knowledge yes. out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, be gained and all of those things that that longevity study and I do vaguely remember now but all of the things about keep moving uh, keep uh, uh, being interested in learning new things new yes. languages and so th- this is this is all true and and one of my favorite statements is 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 and uh, that's in my last birthday I I, I gave it and and people I love it but I said you know life is for growth mm. and that ever ends and I said you don't grow old you are old if you stop growing ah and very true and that is that, and that is so true in other words you if you reach a point where you, well you know what I'm finished <laughs> I, I, I can't. no no you, you're never finished as long as you're breathing you're not finished wow 